Welcome to Shelf Logic, the official podcast of the Maricopa County Library District. Thank you for joining this week's podcast of a few of our favorite things. My name is Alyssa. And I'm Melissa. And we are going to talk about some of our most favorited books ever. And yes, I said favorited. Favorited books. Uh, you want to kick us off, Melissa, since I, I kicked off last time? I absolutely would love to kick us off. So my most favorite book ever, ever, ever. I don't even know how many times I can say that I've read it. Probably a hundred. Um, is called She's Come Undone by Wally Lamb. Okay. It's probably not something that a lot of people have read. It wasn't a super popular book that I remember. Um it's basically a coming of age story of a girl. Um, starts like in the sixties ish. Follows her through adulthood and all of the things that she has to overcome. Um, I don't want to like give it away. <laughs> like just in Spoilers. case, in case you hear this and you're like, "Oh, she's coming done." That sounds amazing. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah. So um, basically, it's just a, a coming of age book of a girl. Um, her name is Dolores, and you know she, of course, has to go through a ton of hardships in her life and personal struggles and that kind of stuff. So I'm going to sidetrack here for a second. Yeah. Uh, Dolores is a very 1960s name, so I, I'm loving this already. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Dolores. And her mom has a bird, which is another thing, like, that just Bird? Seems, yeah, like a pet bird. Oh, yeah. Oh. I don't know. Okay. So it's my favorite book. I, like I said, I've read it a hundred times. Um, I found it probably just out of high school. And um, in high school, I was one of those girls that was like, what about me? What about us? And so we had to read Catcher in the Rye. Oh. And, you know, another coming of age story. And I remember asking my English teacher, Mr. Sarafchuk. Sarafchuk. Yeah. Excuse me. How come we can't read a coming-of-age story about a girl? I am a girl. I want to hear girl stories. Mm -hmm. Like, I was even back in the 90s trying to look for representation in books. So I said, and he said, there are no good stories, coming-of-age stories for a girl. What? And I said, really? And he said, yeah. He said, maybe when you grow up, you can write one. <gasps> no, thanks. Um, <laughs> no. So, what? Mr. Surafchuk, if you're still teaching there in Kodiak High... Kodiak. She's Come Undone by Wally Lamb. Add it to your co collection. It exists. It exists. So that there we go. What's your huh. favorite book? Um, my favorite book is a book that I read when I was a kid. It's called Esperanza Rising. Oh. It's is a coming of age story. And I know, look at this. We have two women coming of age stories. Ha ha, Mr. Teacher. We should name this like coming of age podcast for girls. <laughs> There you go. You're, you just get a sprinkle of everything with us, I swear. <laughs> um, but it's a very good book. It, um, it's about this girl um, who her family um, – I'm trying to, like, describe it in a way that doesn't give away spoilers. Kind of like – like, this is so hard. <laughs> it is hard to describe um, a book without saying, oh, and she dies at the end. <laughs> <Spoilers>. Oops. <laughs> that's not for this no, no, no. That, that's not for this one either. We're just – yeah. Just jokes. Just, just jokes. Jokes. Ha, 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 ha. Awkward. Uh, so um, Esperanza Rising is like a really beautiful story that's told from the point of view of a young girl whose family gets kind of 
torn apart between borders and trying to learn how to figure out, you know, what to do, you know, when her dad's not there or, you know, what immigration is and things like that. And so growing up in Arizona, it is a very important story because you don't realize that a lot of people go through something like that. Um, and so I thought it was just eye-opening and I thought, you know, hands down to my third grade teacher, um, that it was a very prophetic book to prophetic, poetic book. It was a great book book to choose. Oh, my brain is not working today. (laughs) It it was a great book to, to choose because I think, you know, it, it really spoke to us as third graders. So yeah, that, that was, that was my pick. That's my top one. Top book ever. Mm. Yeah, probably. Probably. Okay. Well, it's the one that had the most impact at least. Okay. All right. I w- yeah, I guess if I had to go back to like when I was a kid and I was like, ooh, what books did I really love as a kid? Um, we're going to fall back on like Babysitter's Club, so I'm not going to. I do love Babysitter's Club and I love that they have graphic novels now. Yes, and I love, and I haven't see, read the, the, the reboot, so I don't know if they've been updated to like where they have cell phones or they can get um, babysitting jobs via text because I remember they used to have to like sit in that girl's bedroom and wait for the phone to ring and be like, okay, open up the calendar. Right. <laughs> like they should just have texts now. Yeah. Like honestly, hang out at the bowling alley. The, you know, I do hope that they update things like that because um, last night my boyfriend and I were watching The Birdcage with uh, Nathan Lane and um, Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Oh, such a good movie. The I best. love it so much. I love that movie. Um, and there's a scene where, you know, their, their son's fiance is on the phone with him and her dad goes into the next room and picks up the phone and is listening in on the conversation. And my boyfriend goes, a lot of people are not going to know that reference. And I was like, I never even thought about that. Or, you know, like, what's the purpose of hanging up a phone? Like, why does it look like that? Or things like that. Mm -hmm. Like, people don't realize. I have fought with my parents on so many occasions when dial-up was a thing. And I was on the internet. My parents were waiting for a phone call and could never figure out why the phone call never came through. Oh, so you were lucky enough that it didn't, like, kick you off the internet? Right. Okay. Yeah, it was first come first serve. So since I was already on the internet, my parents, um, my parents were not getting their phone calls. Okay, so we had it set up where like you could go on the internet, but if the phone still rang, it was going to kick you off the internet so that the phone could ring. Oh god! And so you would be like in the middle of doing whatever you did in 1990 internet land. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. And all of a sudden, the phone would ring, and you'd be like, oh. Guess that's done. Guess I'm gonna stop doing I am I guess now. I'll go back to my room, <laughs> read a book or something. Yeah, yeah. But it's like little references like that, like people aren't gonna get. So I hope for, you know, readers' sake that they do update it with like text messages and stuff was yeah. my original point. Yeah, so all right. Do you have any books that you don't like to read? Like any types of books? Uh yes. And no, um, the boring kind. The boring, okay. Yeah. Is there like a particular genre though? Like, um, I don't know. I don't really, I, I've read a few faith books, but they're not my favorites. Um, and I feel like historical is very hit or miss. Like it has to be a very well done historical book because I am the type of person that will sit there and like look up the facts 
mm-hmm. on whether or not that really happened. happened. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. I totally do I that. I do that during like when I'm watching The Crown. Me too. Yeah. And I'm just oh like, gosh. oh my gosh, did Queen Elizabeth really do that? Oh my gosh, there really was a documentary documentary about her life in like the 1960s. What the heck? Yeah, okay. And yeah. she buried it like way far down beneath the earth. Awesome. I totally do that too. Mm-hmm. All the time. I'm like, when I'm watching a show, particularly if it's like a Marvel show. Oh yeah. And you haven't like, you just hear the character, like their actual names, not who they're going to become. Right. I always like to like Google who is... Who is Wanda Maximoff? Who is, I don't know, Stan Lee or whatever. I don't know. I don't watch it a lot, so I don't, I don't have all the names Does down. Does Bucky die? Yeah, things like that. Like, <laughs> I, I just need to know. So I am a total nerd when it comes to Googling things. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and I agree. Historical fiction can be hit or miss. I am not really a fantasy reader. Fantasy is a difficult one because I feel like they build such an elaborate world that it that you could really get lost. And so, what was it? I think Aragon was one where I tried reading it. Okay. And maybe I was too young to be reading it. But um, I was just like, yeah, I'm confused like halfway through. And everybody has names that aren't familiar to me. And I'm done. Yeah. So I feel like it's really easy to quit those. And it could be the same with Supernatural. It depends, but... Supernatural. Mm, yeah. yeah. I would say my favorite Supernatural book, probably also the only Supernatural book I've ever read. Twilight. Oh, does that fall in Supernatural? Oh, it's it. Teen Supernatural. It so Supernatural. in my head, I don't count it because I'm a grown-up <laughs> and I read grown-up books. Um, but Thanks. I was just going to say um, the one that we talked about before, the True Blood novels. Oh, True Blood, the yes. Southern mm-hmm. vampire mysteries. By uh, Christine. Char- Charlene? Charlene? Charlene Harris? I know her yes. last name is Harris. Yes. I did read those, Supernatural. Um, so, okay. I guess those count. But other than that, I don't really like to read Supernatural or fantasy. I like my books grounded in some sort of reality so so you rather have like the the mass murder mystery yeah for sure oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah serial killer mystery mm-hmm. lady in the window lady in the window sometimes i lie mm-hmm. Ooh, i love alice feeney yeah mm-hmm. um, sometimes uh, i lie was a good one she's coming out with another one too she just came someone else just recommended uh rock paper scissors yes. also by her said mm-hmm. it was really good so I'll probably take it on vacation with me this summer. Nice. Yeah, I do. I do like her. She has some really good thrillers. I do like those. I like. I like thrillers. Yeah. Um, yeah. One genre in particular, and I'm just going to throw this out there, is that uh, I'm not a huge fan of J.D. Robb, and I know that one of my former coworkers was, and so I'm just going to throw that out there. I have no idea what he's talking about. Every time he talks about naked and death, connected and death. I have never read a J.D. Robb book. I have tried. I just can't get into it. I mean, it sounds cool, but sorry, Corbin. Um, I have read a Nora Roberts book. Another... Same thing. I don't want to say that it's <laughs> a favorite, but it's like the first like adult book that I read when I was a kid, and it was called Public Secrets. Okay. And, uh, gosh, I don't even know. It was. It's probably so old that like they didn't even like have like cordless phones. You probably like had to stand there Next by the receiver and like ding, 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 dial it all the way around. <laughs> the like rotary. The rotary dial. Um, but it's about a girl who's, um, par- whose father is like a major rock star and um, he 
he leaves her with the mother and then he goes and gets her and he raises her and there's this whole drama backstory kind of musician oh beatle-ish feud Ooh. so i don't know it's good yeah it's the only Nora roberts slash jd rob book i've ever read fair enough um, so yeah. sorry corbin yeah Just sorry corbin not a huge jd rob fan yeah i'd hate to agree but i agree <gasps> and i did a whole podcast of happy birthday jd rob for our listeners who know corbin did sing to her he did? Oh, yes. Happy birthday. Oh, yes. Did he say happy birthday, J.D. Rob? Happy birthday, Nora? J.D. Rob. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> J.D. Rob. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Awesome. And it, and it just kept it. going. Like, you know, like that sound. Oh, when, like when, that. Oh, uh, uh-huh. you just, oh. Yeah. Okay, well, that's <clears throat> interesting. What about nonfiction books? Are you a nonfiction reader? I do like nonfiction books. Um, Self help is my favorite, and so is true crime. I was gonna say I'm because that totally makes sense. So um, I read the true crime, and then I want to help the people and recommend them self help books. So okay, (laughs) Um, yes. Let's see. Uh, There was Adnan's story. That's probably one of my favorites Um, because they also turned that into an HBO documentary. Which one? I think it's pronounced Adnan's story. Yeah, he um, was a, a high school senior. Yes, I saw that documentary. Who was accused of killing his ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, her body was found, like, in a forest. Yeah. Some, Usually they're found in forests. Yeah, some several miles away. And the, of it sounded Never like the dump whole, a body in your backyard. Oh, God, no, that's too obvious. Take it, take it away. Several miles. Yes, this is not us giving advice. The more life. miles you could take it, probably the better. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so they found her body and then, uh, he ultimately got convicted because his whole trial was just completely botched. And so the book is written by his best friend in high school who now has become a lawyer because of that case. And so she works to, you know, get the charges dropped and reversed or get a second trial to prove his innocence or, um, so it's very, and it's very interesting because you have people who are like, nah, he totally did it. And you have people who are like, no, he's completely innocent. So it's a very interesting, um, story. That was probably my favorite true crime one that I've read recently. Okay. I went and read, uh, Under the Banner of Heaven, mm. which is now the Hulu series. I read it probably two or three years ago. Is this the one about the cult? Um, nope. It's the one about the... Uh, like the Mormon, the two brothers, and they were, were like Mormon, and they kind of went radical and oh, killed yes. their sister-in-law yes. and her baby. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it's a the book is nonfiction. The TV show is a fictionalized version of the nonfiction book. Right. Um, so you know, you take what you will with it. But the book was really good. Um, I liked the book a lot. It was kind of like that gritty crime ish mm-hmm. you know so I, I liked that um i like andrew garfield a lot so oh, I, was garfield. Like, I was like okay i, I can watch this yeah, yeah and yeah. i also like to read um cookbooks because i like to cook oh yeah definitely so um i feel like i always get hungry yeah i don't know i but i don't like to read like healthy cookbooks oh no because i can find that recipe online i like to find like really obscure ways to make something and then never actually make it because yes. it has like 900 ingredients mm-hmm. and I'm like mm, and you have to no go thanks. to a specialty market yeah I need totally like a, a semi-homemade Sandra Lee cookbook yes 
that's, mm-hmm. you know, like take this cake bo- mm-hmm. box of cake mix and turn it into something your family will love. Yes. That's the kind of cookbook I need. I, um, I don't need something that's like three milliliters of salt and 4.2 cups and a breath of flour. It's Take like, your no, homegrown rosemary st- and yeah, steep it exactly. for 10 Steep these organic rose petals in organic water for 15 hours and then you know use the liquid to mm-hmm. make a paste or something no yeah. no thank you no, no, I, no. I i can't do that so yeah and i do like the the quick and easy like throw it in a crock pot and walk away type ones because mm-hmm. after the why when you work full-time i'm lazy and I, I just I'm want food super lazy too but i have kids who as soon as they come home and they see a crock pot on the counter they go Ugh, crock pot meal <laughs> they just hate crockpot meals. Why? Crockpots are know. amazing. I think they're amazing. And my, my kids both just go, ugh, crockpot. Did you tell them to cook food then? Yeah, of course. I'm like, well, you don't have to eat it. It's there's fine. always a grilled cheese like, option. There's always cereal in there. Yeah. Or oatmeal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You can do that. But they always just, ugh, crockpot. Like, yeah. I don't understand what's wrong with a crockpot. There's nothing wrong it's with a crockpot. It's delicious. Yes. It's so easy. You can make some yummy stews. Or um, like those really nice beef stew or something. So good. Or just like, I like to just cook meat and use the meat for other things. Tacos. Like tacos. Enchiladas. enchiladas nachos. Mm-hmm. Burritos. <gasps> so many. Or pulled pork sandwiches. Oh, I love sandwiches. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just crockpots. Or whatever. So. Okay. Teens. Kids. They're Kids. awesome. <laughs> All right. What what other favorite books do you have? Um. Let's see. What is something that I have not touched on? Oh, okay. There is this really great picture book. It's really oh, awesome. Picture book. It's a picture book. I know. I'm totally going off the rails here. It's called We Don't Eat Our Classmates. Oh, is he a monster? He is a little. I think it's a she. She's a dinosaur. Oh. She's so cute, and That's everyone's cute. so scared of her, and everyone thinks that she's going to eat them. Because she has a little T-Rex arms and a really big head. And she's so cute. Oh. And it's just like, but we don't eat our classmates. And it's so adorable. I love it. Yeah. I mean, unless they are mean to you, then. Then go ahead and eat them. Take a hand or something. Uh, maybe a toe. Or I don't the know. whole thing. Do you, imbalance is okay. So, um, yeah, I can't say that I have any favorite picture books. So sorry. Not even Dr. Seuss? Mm. No, I didn't even really like Dr. Seuss. When my kids were little, they used to really like to read the same book every night. It was called Pajama Time, and it was like Sandra Boyton. Huh. You know, it was like a board book, and it was like, oh, you yeah. know, shimmy to the left, shimmy to the right, put on your pajamas, everything is all right, or I don't know, something like that. One pajama, two pajama, get in bed. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> Three pajama, four pajama, go to sleep. So, um, no, I don't really have any favorite picture books, but I did pick two teen books that I really like. Ooh, hit me with it. It's just a surprise because I'm not really a teen reader. Um, uh, it's the Beyond Shades of Grey. Yes. By Between. Ru- Between Shades of Grey. Ruta, Rita Sepetus? I believe so. Something like that. Yeah. So sad. It's the saddest book. Well, the cover looks sad. I think the cover is like a closed eye with like tears coming out yeah, of it. Yeah, so if you're looking for the saddest World War II related story you could find about young girls. Four teens. Four teens. 
if you want to make your teen cry uncontrollably, um, just hand them that book. Uh, it's so sad. It's about a young girl, and at the start of World War II, her dad is arrested, and they are sent to a Siberian uh, work camp. Oh, gosh. In Siberia. It's cold there. Yes. So I've heard. I haven't been there, but it's cold. And um, they're forced, you know, to live there, and it's about, you know, their journey to get there, and the horrific things happen mm. on the train, and then their lives there, and it's just so sad. So sad. Um, it just, Between Shades of Grey, it's a really great book. It just, I don't know, maybe needs a new title. Yeah, because that's not really what I would anticipate with that. Well, like, when I was a teen librarian at a middle school, mm -hmm. It was part of the Scholastic Book Fair that would come through. Oh, okay. And so we would always have it on displays during the three book fairs we would do during the year. And you would be amazed at the number of adults who would come in and be like, why would you sell this? It's it's, it's not for kids. And I was like, yeah, you're thinking Fifty Shades of Grey. Not the same <laughs> book, friend. Um, Scholastic does not bring adult novels to the book no. fair here. No, they do not. Um, so, yes. So I just feel like maybe if it had a new title, yeah, might there might be a little less confusion or something. Yes, yeah. A lot of people just say see shades of gray and are like, oh, oh, what? That's that. Oh my gosh, no, we're not gonna let Adult. our kids read yeah. this. Oh. So, anyways, and then my second choice would be the selection series. Okay, which why? is kind of campy. <laughs> um, I always described it to the. So the junior high kids is like kind of like the bachelor okay that's what i've heard i have not read the series yet but people are like it's basically like the bachelor and i'm yeah, like yeah it's like the bachelor meets the hunger games without killing kids i mean because they they that do was the fun of the hunger games i know but instead of fighting for their life they're just fighting for a prince because but the, it's a dystopian society in the same way that the Hunger Games is. And, you know, there's different classes of people. Yeah. And, you know, you can live in one area and never see the, other. see the other and that kind of thing. And then there's, like, the bachelor part of it where he's like, I'm going to bring 12 girls to my castle and pick the one I want to marry. Yay. Yeah. That makes like, me feel so Every girl's special. dream. Always wanted to be one of twelve. I, I know. I definitely wanted to, to fight somebody to get yeah, married. Yeah, I want to find a stranger for a stranger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, definitely. So it is a little. I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing to say that that would be one of my teen picks. Well, I mean, it is fairly popular. There's like is it four or five? I want to say the there's series. like four or five of them. Yeah, no, there's several. Which is interesting because if I remember correctly, like he picks somebody at the end of the first book. So this. The rest of the books are got to have a totally like different, different seasons. Like we're on season six of The Bachelor. Well, no, because he picks like a girl at the end. Yeah. And then I would assume then that the next book would maybe be like their courtship or their dating life. I don't and know. then the next one is when they get married. I don't even because know. Because every girl wears a different dress like on the covers. So maybe it's different seasons. I don't oh, know. Maybe mm -hmm. he picked one in book one and it didn't work out. So he was like, well, I mean, that's often next, how it works on The Bachelor, next, so. <laughs> Maybe the first girl rejected, she gets to become the princess, and then she pulls 12 eligible like, bachelors mm -hmm. from their dystopian next society. Next on The Bachelorette. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, The Selectionerette. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't remember the rest of the series. I just remember the first one. And, okay. um, 
Well, the first one's often the, the best one. It's very rare that yeah. I actually find a series where I'm just like, wow, that was great all the way through. Yes. No, it's usually just like, <laughs> It starts out really good and it's kind of, yeah. What was it? Back to Twilight, New Moon in the August, October, November, December. And I'm like, why are we counting months? We get it. She's depressed. She's depressed. Let's just, just say six months later, like uh-huh. in that little SpongeBob voice. <laughs> little SpongeBob. <laughs> six One months. eternity later. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, oh, okay, I'm cool now. Oh, okay, I'm just going to get on a plane and go to Italy. Bye, bye, Edward. Bye. I'm here with Jacob now. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, We're good. Look at him. Just... Anyway. <gasps> Are you Team Jacob? What? Are you Team Jacob? What year is this? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You just said, look at him. Look at him. Yeah, but he's not a vampire. No, it's but it's Taylor Lautner. Yeah. Shark boy. Yeah, Shark Boy got hot. Oh, I mean, okay. Okay, so okay, so for kids my age, so if you're in your 20s. Okay, if you're in your 40s, you're like, hmm. Children. Are we still having this debate? Yes, we are. It's 2022. We're mm-hmm. still talking Team Jacob, Team Edward. I used to have a bag that said Team Jacob. <gasps> oh, no. I know. We found our first our first thing that we don't agree on. I know. I was a team Edward. It's okay. Well, I just think vampires if, if you are like, cooler. If you like the, the creepy dead guy who watches you sleep, you can go for it. Okay. Okay. I mean, I just think there's a lot of possibilities to dating someone who doesn't sleep. Like, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to bed now. When I wake up, you better have cleaned this house. I mean, yeah, that would be the hope that somebody, like, would clean my house while I'm sleepy. But it's also creepy. Like, he's just sitting there watching you probably all night. No, I would leave him with enough of a list of things to do. I'd be like, hey, I like bacon and eggs for breakfast, so. I love the smell of bacon in the morning. <laughs> so I have a George Foreman grill at the foot of my bed. <laughs> so sue me. I like to wake up to the smell of sizzling bacon. So before I go to sleep, I lay four slices of bacon on my George Foreman grill. And then when I wake up, I plug it in. And this morning, clamped down on my foot. I love that show. I love that show. The Office is amazing. I have watched The Office more times than anyone should be. Well, since this is a few of our favorite things, I mean, what's your favorite Office episode or character? Oh, well, my favorite Office character has got to be Toby. (laughs) I love Toby. Because he's divorced, so he's not part of... He works for HR for corporate so he's not really part of this family mm-hmm. and he's divorced so he's not really part of his family either i like it so much Poor that toby. when we got our our little rescue kitty his name was toby and uh-huh. we kept it because i was like oh, we can start a little office themed <laughs> pet oh my house. gosh so next pet we're gonna get is gonna have another office yeah. name like oscar pam angela I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a fish i'm gonna name him michael or <laughs> i don't know i can see michael being a fish yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. So, my favorite episode? Probably the dinner party episode. <laughs> but I That's also really love the scene when um, Dwight cuts the face off of the mannequin. Oh my and gosh. And he's like standing there and everyone's like dancing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, 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 ah staying alive. Staying alive. <laughs> and, and, Kelly gets up and she starts dancing and he's like, quick, we only have seconds to harvest the organs. And he like cuts the face off of it. And he's like, and Creed's like, the parking lot, that's where I know you from. It's 
hilarious. I love that so I basically much. pee my pants every time I watch it. Oh my gosh. I I love that iconic scene where Jim goes, this shirt, $7. These glasses, $5. And then oh. just sits there and mocks him. Oh yeah. <laughs> mocks to beats, beats Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. What is happening? Yeah. So th- we do have a couple of office books that I have read. Um, and B.J. Novak from The Office yes, wrote the book a children's no pictures. book. And or, Mindy sorry, Kaling. The book with no words. No, the book with no pictures. Pictures? Pictures. It's, it's all words. words. It's all words. It's okay. all words. Uh, and the narrator good. has to read whatever it says. Even the blah, 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 blah. Oh, and so. I read the Mindy Kaling autobiography. I love her. She's so cute. She's so cute. I also love the Mindy project that she did. Oh, yes. And I also love Never Have I Ever, which is that on is a good Netflix. Show. Mm-hmm. So cute. She yeah. loves that, too. Yeah. It's but amazing. So, yeah, and I read the, the his, complete oral history of The Office. It has a little uh, <gasps> stapler and jello on the front. Of course. It's here in the book. Of in course. The library, I read that. Yeah. It's good. It's real good. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not a fan of The Office Ladies podcast. Um, You know, I, I haven't tried it. Maybe one day. I mean, everybody has a podcast. We have a podcast. We have a podcast. The Alyssa and Melissa podcast. This is Alyssa and Melissa. podcast. Um, so let's see. What else are my favorite things? Ah, there is a book called People I Want to Punch in the Throat. I read that. I read the Christmas edition. Yes. Yes. It's so good. I do like I love that. that. We too. have those in the library. Yes. Um, it does not recommend for you to punch people in the throat. But when I saw that title, I was like, this seems like a Melissa title. Seems like I would like that. We also have another one that I don't really suggest that anyone maybe do. Mm-hmm. But it's um, a lady and she goes through all these different weird celebrity diets. Oh. And she's just like recounts her uh, experience during all of them. And some of them were really weird. Like the Marilyn Monroe diet is like 14 hard boiled eggs and two glasses of gin every day. And like, that's all she ate. That is certainly one way to valorize your day. Exactly. (laughs) So, um, I mean, it's a fun read. I don't suggest anyone See, for health reasons, right. don't do it. No, we're not suggesting anything, but we're just saying that that's you, a book that you could read about. You could read about it and laugh yeah. at someone else's experiences, Yeah, but don't do it for yourself. No. Just love your own body. Be healthy. Be healthy. Yeah. Um, love what you have. Which, like, kind of reminds me of, because it's May right now, so the Met Gala just happened, and Kim Kardashian wearing, I can't believe they let her wear Marilyn Monroe's dress. That's... Like, it's iconic. It's a piece of history. Like, you're not going to let somebody wear the American flag, the original American flag on. Right? 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 Like, you you just, like, stopping in your tracks. And I'm like, that is an iconic dress. Yeah, but, I mean, isn't it owned by, like, Ripley's Believe It or Not? That is also a problem I have, which is a completely different thing. Like, shouldn't that be, like, in the Smithsonian? That's where the flag is. Well, yeah. And, like, um, they have lots of dresses in the Smithsonian. They yes. have, you know, Dorothy's dress, Dorothy's shoes from shoes. Wizards of Oz. Saw and... Simone Biles' leotard. Yeah. All the gowns from the inaugural balls. Oh, my God. Yeah. Saw so those. beautiful. So beautiful. But, yeah, I just. I was just like that. That's sad. That was a choice. And I really hope that it doesn't get ruined. But, like, now, instead of it being. The dress that Marilyn Monroe wore, it's the dress that Kim Kardashian wore that also belonged to Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Like, it's just going to keep getting lost. And in she just didn't wear it as well. Either. Um, 
No, no. And then, do you see the images where, like, she couldn't even, like, close it all the way up well, in the back? And did you see how they were putting it on her? Like, they were, like, scraping it down the sides to put it on her. And I'm like, oh, you're going to ruin the beads. What if the beads fall off? Oh, my Oops. gosh. No, no. Restoration yeah. is expensive. Yeah, so. No. It's so sad. It's sad. I didn't, I didn't care for that. But I have read people I want to punch in the throat. That is such the a good one. Christmas edition. I do love it. Um, there was a good thriller that I read not too long ago. It's called Lock Every Door by Riley Sager. I have also read a book by Riley Sager. It's called Final Girls. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that That's, one. Yes. Final Girls. Yeah. Not to be mistaken with Final Girls Support Group, which yes. I think is another. It's another whole another book. But, whole different um, book. Yeah. But Lock Every Door was really good. Um, it's about this girl who uh, – has always wanted to live in this prestigious apartment complex uh, called the Bartholomew. And she thinks that it might be haunted or like there's ghosts or somebody's trying to kill her. Mm -hmm. And so you're trying to figure out what happens because like these tenants just keep mysteriously go missing. It's kind of, it kind of reminds me of only murderers in the building, mm -hmm. but um, a lot more creepy and thrilling. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. hmm. I just re finished reading um, The Swamp King's Daughter. Ooh. which is kind of similar. It's set in the same like swamp area as the Where the Crawdads Sing, which is, you know, super popular, popular. book. It's been on the bestseller li NYT bestseller list for like three years. And yeah. it's about to be a movie. So it's going to start picking up in popularity again. But um, yeah, The Marsh King's Daughter is I think what it's called. Okay. We'll, we'll put it in the notes if that's not what it is. And I don't know who the author is, mm -hmm. but um, it's kind of the same setting, but it's like a little mystery thriller in the way that Where the Crawdads Sing is not. I don't oh. think it's much of a mystery. Um, which I is, didn't really find it mysterious. Which is kind of a bothersome to me. Like, if you have something in mystery, I feel like it should be a little bit more mysterious. Like, I didn't think that that book was super mystery. I would almost put it like borderline historical, historical. Or, or general fiction or something because it just had too many elements i would have put it in general fiction yeah. for sure but it falls in mystery which is a choice know. but not our choice yeah also the same one that they did that too was eleanor eleanor oliphant is completely fine yeah they put that in romance it's in romance there is zero romance in that yeah like there's no. no romance in it at all mm-hmm and I was like, why is this falling in romance? I know, right? But it was a good book. It was, It yeah. was. I liked it. So, um, since this is our favorite things, I'm going to need your favorite movie and your favorite <sighs> music artist. Because we oh. got to keep up these recommendations. Okay. Favorite movie? <sighs> this is another embarrassing thing about me. What? <sighs> it can't be that bad. My favorite movie is Drop Dead Fred. What is Drop Dead Fred? So... Phoebe Cates, it's it's her. She's a grown up, and she goes through her husband leaves her, and um, as a result of the trauma of getting divorced, um, her imaginary friend from when she was a kid reappears in her life, and only she can see him because he's an imaginary friend, and all he does is create mischief. Oh dear God! And. She has to go move back in with her mom, who is a little overbearing, and and he just does things like makes mud puddles in the dining room, and he accidentally like sinks a boat. Oh my god! I mean, it's so funny, and all of these things are happening, and she's the only one who can see him. So, she, 
everyone thinks that, like she's doing it. Like there's a scene where she's having lunch with someone and she's trying to like eat nicely and he's like playing with the plate and she's like trying to hold it down and she's like holding the fork and it's shaking up to her mouth. Oh my God. And then she holds the plate down and then he lets go and so the plate goes <gasps> flying. I don't know. It's it's so funny. I, I Drop Dead Fred. Drop Dead Fred. Drop Dead Fred. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And your favorite CD or artist? I don't really have a favorite CD or a favorite musical artist. I like... Well, what do you listen to? What genre do you listen to? I listen to a lot of different genres of music. Uh, kind of a fan of 90s music because, you know, it's when I was in my prime. Baby, hit me one more time. <sighs> that's in the 2000s. No, it's not. That was 99. Yeah, that's basically... I'm talking like... Backstreet Boys? Ba yeah, I'm talking like even older than that, like Vanilla Ice. Um, was that 90s? Yeah. Like old country, like John Michael Montgomery and Alan Jackson. Oh. Just old people music, like things you hear in elevators now. Things you hear in elevators <laughs> That's now? Basically. I don't know. My I don't mom know. Used to Salt and Pepper. Sh yeah. Shania Twain. Shania Twain. My mom loves Shania Twain. Yeah. Mariah uh, Carey. Mariah Carey. Oh, old Mariah Carey. I was a little kid who was. Puff Daddy before he was like. P. Diddy, Sean Combs, whatever. Yeah, that, he was that's puffy a back in the day. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I listened to. When I was a kid, I used to sing Mariah Carey in the back of my mom's car. Oh. And she didn't know I would sing until one day she pulled up to a Taco Bell and she turned on the music to look at the menu. And in the back, I'm going, do, 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 do. And she's oh. like, what the heck is happening? <laughs> my mom and I used to sing in the car together too. And we would pretend like we were the Judds. Oh. Yeah. I know, and I just saw the mom die. The mom just died. My mm. mom's still here, though, so well. we can still do it. There's there's room now. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing at all. Neither can I. So, and I don't think my mom can either. Well, but. Um, so my favorite movie, hmm. Disney movie is going to be Tangled. Oh, I love Tangled. It's so cute. It's so cute. Listen to your mother. <laughs> I love that song. Mother knows, knows best. That's my um, favorite. I know. It's so good and it's so cute. One day I want to get a tangle tattoo. Um, just a, a long, just a, a braid down your arm. No, I want the lanterns. I think the lanterns are so oh, cute. Yeah. Or the little sun. Um, oh, yeah, the sun. Yeah, because that's pretty. And I don't know. I'm like a huge Disney nerd. For Flynn tattooed on. I do love Flynn. Flynn Ryder. Eugene. Um, but for like normal non-Disney movies, uh, Yes Man, Jim Carrey. I love Jim Carrey. I don't know so. that one. You haven't seen Yes Man? No. He has to say yes to everything. I don't know that one. Oh my gosh, you have to watch it. Yes Man. It's so good. He has to say yes? Yes. <laughs> like, so, he's compelled? So he's a very negative person. Like, um, he got divorced. He doesn't want to socialize with his friends. Every time his friends are like, hey, let's go out to the bar. Um, a very young Bradley Cooper is in it. Oh. And his character gets engaged. And he's like, yeah, I want you to come to my wedding. And Jim Carrey's like, mm, no, man, I'm not doing Like, congratulations, but I'm not doing that. And so he winds up going to this yes convention. And it teaches you that, you know, everything that you get asked, you have to say yes to. So he just starts saying yes to things and his oh. life like gets tremendously crazy. And he goes on all these wild adventures. 
And so oh. it's a good movie. I like it. That sounds like a good one. Okay. It is Jim Carrey. So. All right. What's your favorite music? I don't. Okay. I love the pop rock genre mm -hmm. that we have. Um, probably Jonas Brothers will always be my favorite. Don't judge me. Joe Bros. Joe Bros. Nick Jonas. Um, I do, you know, Jonas Brothers, Ariana Grande, Selena Gomez, like all the old school Disney Nickelodeon kids, like okay. even though they've grown up, like I have a Selena Gomez quote on my back. Like, really? Yeah, that's what that's from. I wear Selena Gomez's rare beauty blush. Oh my gosh, I love her makeup. Her makeup <laughs> is so good. And her foundation. I know. So that's my support to Selena it, Gomez. It's so... You have a tattoo. I, I, I wear blush. I do. Um, it is the first couple lyrics of her song Revival, because they were just something that always spoke to me. And so I got them with plumerias on my back. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So, um... But I do love her makeup line. Her makeup line is amazing. Her makeup line is top notch. Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 Definitely. What would you say your favorite TV show is? Uh, at the moment? Or just in general? In general. Like something you could watch all the time? Something like to watch just now? Um, favorite reality show? There's so many There is so options. many options. Um, I would say mm, things that I will watch like continuously would be The Office or Same. New Girl. I love New Girl. I love Jess. She's so funny. Okay. There was one particular episode where it was like Thanksgiving and her parents were coming and she was trying to rekindle the romance between her parents oh, and she did sweet. not defrost her turkey in time and so she put it in her dryer. Okay. It's like that level of comedy. Okay. And Schmidt, I love Schmidt. He's my favorite. I don't know. I've never seen the new girl. You you should watch it. It's very good. I'm so busy watching The Office. Like, over and over, over again. and over and over I again. Know. Um, that is one show that I could watch over and over and over and over again. But I have this like routine where I watch every night before I go to bed. I put on The Office to go to sleep. And then once I'm done with The Office, I go back to King of Queens. And I turn <laughs> that on every night while I'm going to sleep. Mm -hmm. And then because I don't feel bad. Like if I fall asleep during an episode, it's cool. Yeah, I can fine. miss it. Yeah, no, it's totally fine. I um, I've seen it before, so I know what happens. Well, exactly, and, and, that, and that's that's the nice thing too. Um, and then in the morning, I like to rewatch Sons of Anarchy. Ah, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. That's my go-to right there. I mean, that's totally fair. I I just feel like watching Sons of Anarchy really gets me in the right mindset for coming to work every day. Yikes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Just, I don't know. It's just like, it's soothing, I guess. It's just soothing. And again, I've seen it enough that if I don't catch something because mm -hmm. I'm busy blow drying my hair or whatever, there's no big deal. Yeah. Um, whereas like new TV shows, you have to constantly I have to attention. concentrate. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm not fully involved because there are things happening around me that I'm like, oh. I gotta stop and mm -hmm. see what is going on. So, yeah, somebody needs me. Yeah, somebody needs me. Somebody wants dinner. What? No, that's well, ridiculous. Away. Again, there's cereal in the pantry. Yeah, cereal in the pantry. There's packets of oatmeal. Mm -hmm. But again, you know, you just get stuck doing those types of things. So, um, yeah. So I I like to rewatch the same TV shows over and over and over, and then. Um, I like to throw in some Real Housewives in there. I do love Real Housewives, especially the reunions. Oh, I love the reunions. The reunions are good. The reunions are good. What was the one that I was just... Uh, they just had one not too long ago, and I was like, things yeah. are going down. 
Yeah. Was that Orange County? It might have been Orange County. Orange County reunion is happening right now. Yeah. Jersey reunion is happening right now. And the other show that I just found um, that I have been watching is the MTV's The Challenge. Oh, yeah. Like, but now they've brought back, like, all the people that are old like me. Okay. And so instead of it being, like, young 20-somethings going against each other, it's, like, all of us old 40-something-ishes trying to pretend no. like they're still young and that no. they still can compete with each other. And some yeah. of these people are pushing 50. Yeah, see, like... Me at 28, I'm not sure that I could do some of that stuff, so... No, so imagine the, the funniness with 50-year-olds oh, trying goodness. to do it. But, I mean, these people are in pretty good shape and clearly have faces and bodies made for TV, mm -hmm. and that's great. That's for half that. the appeal. Yeah, that that is most <laughs> of the appeal. But it's still like, oh, you remember this? Oh, you were on TV <laughs> back... 30 years ago. It's such a great day. It's like the, the real world reunions that they used to have. Yes, and now because I don't even know if they still do the real world on MTVs. And I don't even know. I don't know. But Paramount Plus is redoing like the old seasons, bringing back the people oh. from the old seasons and having them reunite like they did New York I like and that. L.A. And right now they're doing New Orleans. You know, Paramount is doing a lot of reboots too because they're also doing an iCarly reboot. Yes. And I was like, I'm intrigued, but like not as, I mean, yeah. it, it was something I watched when I was a kid. Yes. So My, my daughter watched iCarly too mm -hmm. and she was like, do we have Paramount Plus because I need to watch this iCarly TV show. And <laughs> I was like, mm, we do. We have it for Yellowstone. Ah, yes, Yellowstone. Everyone loves Yellowstone. Do you watch Yellowstone? I have not. Um, my sister and my grandfather do. 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 So, um, do, does, whatever. Um, so they have told me about it, but I have not gotten around to it. It's really good. Yeah. It and they just good. have that, what is it, 1883 or? Yes. Is that the right year that I'm? 1883. Yeah. So, yes. and that's like, like. The prequel. And it has like Tim McGraw in it or something. And Faith Hill. And Faith Hill. Yeah, it's, it's again from the 90s. Again, from the 90s. Like all of us people who peaked back then were making a resurgence. I peaked in the 90s. You were like born in the 90s. I was born in the 90s, but so still. It's not peaking. Oh. It's just beginning. Well, whatever. So um, I love Yellowstone. I really do. And I loved, and I liked 1883. Mm -hmm. um, it's It was a one off, so like. It's not. A oh, is it done now? Yeah, it's um. done. So I think that they're gonna pick up like twenty years later, oh. or something like that. But so it's not. It was like a what do they call it? A limited series. Yeah. So it was like seven, ten episodes, and then it's done. Yeah, um. they do that with Marvel a lot too, and I'm just like, <sighs> like they haven't picked up Moon Knight for a second season. I can't follow all the Marvel stuff. Why? There's just I so many. I feel like every week. My family is sitting down to start watching a new Marvel show. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm like, wait, what show, channel is this on? Because first it was on Netflix, and I watched all of those Daredevils and oh yeah, Jessica, Jessica Jones, Jones and Luke Cage and Luke and, Cage mm -hmm. and all those. And now they're all on Disney. Yep. And there's a whole. I I can't keep up. Like no. the Marvel universe is too large for me. I agree. It's getting a bit out of hand. If they could make it just a little bit more of a straighter line, so I can follow it. Yeah. It, it just branches off into too just many things. It needs to be compressed a little bit. Yeah. It's like those warrior books. 
oh my gosh, yes. How there's like warrior sunset or warrior nighttime. And I'm just like. And then there's graphic novels and then there's comic books, Mm -hmm. which seem like a graphic novel, but they're not. Right. And then there's juvenile versions and then. uh, And then there's teen versions and then then they're making other versions. Yeah. And there's a movie. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. So Marvel and Warriors, they're kind of competing. Yes. Mm -hmm. They they like branching off like, like little weeds. Yeah. Everywhere. like popping up everywhere. And you're like, oh my gosh. I, I can't keep all of the Marvel stuff straight, and I don't know, like, do I need to have watched the television show to be able to see this Doctor Strange movie? I don't even know. Uh, if you watch the last two episodes of WandaVision, I think you'll be fine. No. I've never watched any WandaVision. You've never watched any? WandaVision was very good, though. Because WandaVision, like, starts in the 50s, and it takes you through the years of, like, this, um, basically what her life would have been with Vision. And it's very cute. I really liked it. I did not like the new movie, which I know could be a controversial statement. Which new movie? Doctor Strange 2 Multiverse. Oh, the the one that just came out. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge fan of it, but it's because I loved WandaVision so much. Okay. So. See, I tend to just stick to the things that are in the theaters. That is fair. So if it's on TV, mm, yeah. probably not going to watch it. But if it's in the theaters, I will go and see it. Like I saw Spider-Man. The No Way Home? The most recent one. Yep. That no brought home. in like Tobey Maguire and yeah. the old Spider-Mans. <clears throat> Spider-Man. 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 Spider-Pig. Spider-Pig. It's <laughs> Um So I will watch it if it's in the theater, but I don't typically watch Marvel TV shows. Fair enough. So. Yeah. Not that big of a fan. Not all of them are worth watching anyways. Oh, well, that's would, good to know. I would say WandaVision is probably the one that I would go back and rewatch oh, if I had time. Okay. Um, and Who has time to go back and rewatch? Oh, wait. Didn't I just say all I do is rewatch TV you, shows? You did say yeah. that. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> <It was> little... <laughs> Who has time to watch new shows when you could just watch The Office yeah. again? Who has time for that? <laughs> but then at the same time, like I do like to sometimes find old TV shows Mm -hmm. that I hadn't seen before and start watching them. Like, I just, for the first time in my life, found Dance Moms. Oh, my gosh, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so all those girls, I mean, I'm only on, like, season two because Mm -hmm. I get stopped up with watching The Office. That darn office and Sons of Anarchy. I know. It just keeps coming up. But, like, Dance Moms, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this show is amazing. Yeah. Abby Lee Miller, oh, I know. She has something else. Yeah. And then she has all those controversies later on, so. I don't, no spoilers. I'm no not spoilers. spoiling anything. I just I, said it gets juicy. It does. It's juicy now in season two. We haven't even, like, Scratched. really, like, taken off. Nope. To the dance mom's universe. Yep. But, yeah. So, I mean, there there is room for new shows. Mm-hmm. But in my life, they're, they're new to me. Right. They're not new to everybody Well, else. and see, that's the nice thing, too, is because <clears throat> then you could just pace it for yourself. And it's right. not like you're dependent on it being next week. <sighs> and I that, hate that. Yes. Um, I am such a person of the 2020s where everything needs to be on demand right now to yes. where I'm just like, how do people do it in the 90s? A hundred percent. I mean... I watched TV in the 90s. I know. And you would have to sit there and watch the TV Guide and see what time your show was coming on. I had to do it even before there was the TV Guide channel when it was just like a piece of paper Paper that that came into the back of your newspaper. Yeah. 
and you would have to like go through it and then you would have to remember because oh my gosh if you forgot mm -hmm. that it was like tuesday at seven mm -hmm. you missed it you were well, missing 90210 you're missing it until summer reruns yep and then you better hope that something doesn't interrupt it yep so being able to watch tv shows on demand oh, i know it's it's amazing i know that and being able to deliver have snacks delivered uh -huh. on demand is also amazing yeah but yeah um i love, I love not watching commercials mm -hmm. i love fast forwarding through i purposely pay for the upgraded hoopoo 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 hulu i mix our hoopla and hulu yes i purposely pay for hulu um With without no commercials yep me too because i can't and uh paramount plus with no ads yeah. discovery plus with no ads no nope. and no ads those are the only ones that i pay for yeah i i borrow netflix from someone I won't say who in case netflix is listening and they're like cracking oh they're they're about to shut us all down anyways. yeah they're gonna shut us all down um but yeah paramount plus and peacock i pay because i don't extra for because i don't want to watch commercials no i hate commercials yeah like i was trying to get through a uh, dr death on peacock and it just kept throwing commercials and i was like upgrade yes <laughs> nope. i used to have to watch um real housewives through like the Bar bravo app mm -hmm. and it always had commercials and i just found out that you can watch it on peacock mm -hmm. the next day without commercials so i was oh, like yeah. mm, no reason to watch bravo tv anymore no nope. just watch it here on peacock yep and if I get bored with it, I'll just go right back over to the office. Exactly. It's amazing. You always have your default shows. Always. 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 Yep. And with that, I think that uh, does it for us here. We, this is airing during our summer reading program of 2020. So we have a Oceans secret code. Oceans of possibilities. Yeah. So if you haven't signed up, go ahead and sign up. You win all kinds of free food and you get a free book and you get to listen to Melissa and Alyssa more. Get to... Um, Free tickets to a WNBA game. Yeah, the Mercury. Mm -hmm. Phoenix Mercury. Yeah. Also, you can win park passes. State yep. Park. Is it State Park? It is Arizona State Parks. Arizona State Parks Pass. Mm -hmm. Raising Canes. Raising Canes. Get a free lemonade. I think Rubio's it's is doing probably, it this year. Peter when you're Pepper listening Pizza. to this, it's probably 125 degrees outside. Yeah. So you probably really need a lemonade to cool yourself off. I so. agree. Um, so if you are looking for that secret code, which I know everyone is, it's favorite things. Favorite things. Yeah, because these, these are a few are of our few of my favorite things. <laughs> and that's all I kept thinking. That and then the Ariana Grande dub for it. So. Oh, does she have a favorite things song? Yeah, she does. Seven Rings. Oh, I love that song. Yes, right? Yeah. So, and it's based off favorite things. So that, yeah. that is our secret code. So go ahead and enter that into the, uh, maricopacountyreads.org. Make yourself an account, get 25 free points. Um, do Alyssa and Melissa a favor and write in and tell us how much you love us. Yes. So we can be on next time. Send me a message telling me how much you love Sons of Anarchy in the office too. And tell me how much you love Disney. And how much you want to now read She's Come Undone by Wally Lamb. And Esperanza Rising. Woohoo! Okay. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to Shelf Logic. Make sure to hit subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Follow us on social media where we are at MCLDAZ.